Welcome to the Worst Week Yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we look back at the last seven days with horror and disgust and then try and do a little silly jokes about it. I'm Andrew Hillary. I'm the host of the show. Your co-host, Deanna Mackey, is not here once again. She is, uh, I don't know, she went to Hollywood. Uh, she said it's for a work trip. I think she might be leaving the pod to become a famous movie star, and she just doesn't want to, she doesn't have the heart to tell me, but that's all right, folks. We wish her well, and she will be back next week uh, because I don't, <laughs> I've lost the track of this bit. I'm joined today by... <laughs> We've got a couple guests. We got we got some some old, some new, some borrowed, some blue. First and foremost, welcome back to the podcast, Audrey from Radio Free Topag. Hello, Audrey. How are you doing? I am so happy to be on the news today. Can I just say <laughs> it's a great day for? <laughs> this is never how my parents anticipated I would be on the news. They thought I would be a little more action packed than this, but happy to be here. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Thank you for coming on, uh, filling in for my co-host who is following her dreams. Um, in our third seat, you may know them from the internet. You may know them from Daily Zeitgeist, AKAs. You may not know them at all, but you're gonna. Please welcome Will, AKA Christy Yamaguchi, man. <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Andrew. I appreciate it. Audrey, thank you for, for co-hosting on, on oh, my course. inaugural, on my uh, uh, virgin episode, virgin voyage. Is first worst week. Is it? Yes, it, my first worst week. Um, I've experienced a lot of worst weeks, but never one that I get to document um, so vividly and uh, through uh, digital audio like this. So I'm thrilled. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. Um, in addition to being our guest this week, Will is also... So one of the co-hosts of the fantastic Jorts Center podcast. Um, you can listen to that wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, make sure you are listening to Radio Free Tote Bag with Audrey and former and future guest Donovan. Great show. They just had a 200th episode, um, which damn. I heard the guest on that was like this like super, super hot uh, internet celebrity. So <laughs> you should absolutely be listening to that show. I'm, I'm sorry, Andrew. I wasn't, I wasn't on that episode. You're mistaken. Um, sorry. Sorry, dude. Oh, I, 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 I must have got it mixed up. Yeah, I don't know where you heard that. <laughs> By the way, um, when you said George Center, Audrey's uh, like uh, involuntary chuckle at the name George Center <laughs> is exactly uh, what we were going for by choosing that name. So I just, I'm, it's it's nice to see it in the wild. Have it's, that. It's that, lovely to see a bit work. Yeah. Yes, exactly, <laughs> precisely. Like when when a plan goes accordingly, it's it's nice. So um, thank you. Yeah, so I I myself uh, chose a podcast which uh, a podcast name which is impossible for people to remember. It's I've been introduced as the host of the worst week ever more times than yep. the worst week yet, and I was like, hey, 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 hey. It's only the worst week so far. There will be more worst weeks yes, probably exactly, exactly. next week. <laughs> Yet is crucial to the entire premise of the show. Yeah. Wasn't that um, that Paul F. Tompkins vehicle on VH1 worst week oh, ever? Oh, yes. Fuck, dude. It, yep, that's exactly what it was. Giving short shrift to everybody else on the program, but I called yep. it a Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> PFT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. P he's the, uh, the brother of P.F. Chang's. We all know this, folks. Um <laughs> So we've got a jam-packed show this week. Uh, lots and lots and lots of bad news. But before we get to the news, we have to do the thing we do every week, which is thank our patrons. Now, this show is supported by 27 sexually attractive listeners um, who give us money over at patreon.com slash worst week yet. You can join them if you want. Just by simply signing up to the Patreon, you get everything 
85% more fuckable. So check that out. Um, this week we are debuting our watch along series. We are, uh, me and friend of the show, worst week yet MVP Kennedy Cooper are going to be recapping the Amazon series, the boys, which is in my opinion, the only good superhero thing. Uh, hot take. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, I love that show. I fucking love it so much. Uh, so you can sign up and check that out. Uh, or just, you know, give us money to do this show because it does take uh, more work than I put into, frankly, anything else. Uh, and if you give at the level of $10 a month, you get a personalized shout out each week on the show. So I want to just, before we get into anything else, I just want to give a big thank you to AJ from Baltimore. Patrick, leave me alone. Josh Troopin? I don't know. It might be more like Josh Falspin, if you ask me. That's not a good joke. Zap Actions <laughs> Downer, Amanda Pucci, Herman Kane, and friend of the show, CIA Brainbugs, or as uh, Kennedy Cooper calls them, um, NSA Slughead. I don't. I forget. <laughs> CIA Brainbugs. I know. I know him. Yeah, Brainbugs. Yeah, long time. Brain first time. Long time. Um, I love that you're doing Letterman pen flips while you're doing the paint. <laughs> don't let the audience know that. This is supposed to be just a me thing. Um, <laughs> so, fuck yeah. Uh, thank you again. <laughs> Patreon.com slash worst week yet. Give me money to do the show. So, Audrey, Will, mm-hmm. I regret to inform you that we do need to discuss the news. But I think we're going to start off with something that is possibly exciting, possibly good news. It, I don't know. Ooh. It's tough to say for certain. But just a few Purple. days ago, it was announced that Elon Musk said his deal to buy Twitter has been placed on hold. Oh. Mm, this is very exciting. I know at least a handful of people that quit Twitter whenever Elon Musk announced that he was buying it, which is a big problem for me because that made my follower count go down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's just like Mine Virginia too. Wolf Mine walking too. into the lake with a pocket full of rocks when the Germans were going to invade him. <laughs> um, yeah, so Elon Musk, he said he's go- he's 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 like, hold on, I'm not sure if I want to uh, if I want to buy Twitter. And his reasoning is because he apparently was not given good information as to what percentage of Twitter accounts are bots. Like, <laughs> he's he said it was only supposed to be 5%, and he's like, oh, hold on. I think it might actually be more. Um, so he's def- he released his plan to determine how, what percentage of Twitter users are bots, where he is going to ha- uh, have people that work for him start going to pages that have lots of followers. He's going to skip over the first 1,000, and then every 10th one after that, he's going to check if it's a real person or not, which is like... As far as a way to do statistical analysis, fucking insane. (laughs) Okay, okay. This is this is the guy that the right holds up as a real world Tony Stark, right? This is their hero and savior. (laughs) This guy, this motherfucker, (laughs) this guy, this is how Tony Stark would approach this question. Oh, first of all, you're gonna buy Twitter and you you're suspicious that it's more than five percent. Like the stupidest people on Twitter know that it's more than five percent, right? right? Like it's it's the most obvious thing in the world, which is why I mean maybe we'll get into it. I think this whole thing is bullshit anyway, uh, and <laughs> wanting to buy Twitter, but he still looks like a complete and utter fucking moron. Well, you know, he he often does things where it's like pretty clear he's just like 
trying to do something just to make a splash. Like Elon Musk is even more so than Donald Trump, just addicted to people talking about him, which like, I can't really fault him for that because <laughs> same, uh, <laughs> but like we've, we've all got anybody that does a show, I think has just a, a tinge, you know, and mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a little, little bit of attention seeking for the right reasons. And just because you want to make other people, you want to make their life, you know, give them a laugh or whatever, you know, make them think about something. So I think but, anyone who has a Twitter account that is not private has to like deal with the fact that they're at least a little bit of a narcissist. Like we all, right. we all want attention. Sure. It, it feels sure. bad when it's the wrong kind, but you know what? <laughs> you, you have a public Twitter account. You want, you want retweets. You want likes. Admit yeah, it. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think Elon's focus on uh, sort of technology and the future and all this stuff. I think he should be embracing bots because like ai <laughs> is part it's like in the in the zone for him yeah why, why are you so down on 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 bots existing on your future platform elon i'm just shocked that he hasn't come out with a plan to make new indestructible bots that he then throws a brick through the windshield of um <laughs> So yeah, looking good. Maybe some of my Twitter followers will come will come back. It's again like this is a deal that is like it was announced as if it was a done deal. Then it was like, oh well, we have he has till October to really decide. And it's like, who the fuck knows what's gonna happen between now and then. Um, but I want to move on to in while we're talking about psychotic tech industry shit. This week we saw a crypto crash. Oh my goodness. Uh, Audrey, Will, do you do you know anything about crypto? <laughs> I, the way it's been explained to me is that robots do Sudoku and that creates fake money for assholes. That's the official worst. That's worse. Robots we get canon. Um, yeah. So I, I, I like. That's so good. I've picked stuff up about this in passing. Like I'm not gonna in any way say that I understand it, but. Mm. My whole thing on it is it seems like kind of kind of gambling, kind of a scam, and every single person who invests heavily into it then does like mental gymnastics and gaslights themselves that it is legit, which is like I mean, when you're gambling at a casino, you don't have to do that. But whenever you're, whenever, or you can't do that, like, you know, the house always wins. But whenever you're doing it in this, like, online space with, like, stuff that nobody really understands, you can find, like, the logical pathways to be like, no, 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 this is legit because, you know, blockchain and, you know, algorithm, blah, blah, blah. It's like, this is all fucking nonsense. It's just gambling. Um, So the, the thing that the, the, the reason why crypto is a pyramid scheme Somebody once told me a long time ago because I had like a former boss of mine try to to get me to start selling prepaid legal services, oh boy. Um, which were <laughs> obvious. Like the as I was like 19 years old, um, I had never heard of it before, and he was like offering to like you know I I went to the 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 hotel ballroom, saw the pitch and everything, and like as I'm watching it, I'm like this. I'm 19 years old, and even I can tell this is a load of horseshit. Like this is so uh, like unbelievably scammy. And I heard somebody say one time that if somebody is selling you a product and 50% of the time they are telling you how you can also sell the product, Mm -hmm. right? Get out. It is not a product that is actually designed to be a good product or service. Right? So when it comes to crypto, what do these guys have to do and gals and whoever, when they mine crypto, 
they spend the rest of their waking hours convincing other people that this mm-hmm. thing actually has value. That is why it's a scam. It is not, it's, you're selling the hype, you're mining the hype and you're, when you have a coin and you pay a dollar for it or a crypto coin, you're buying it in hopes that somebody down the road will pay you a dollar and one cent for it, you mm-hmm. know, just slightly more. And that's why I think finally the, the, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back this week, I don't know exactly what it was, but people, I don't know if there's like this great consciousness awakening <laughs> thing within like the internet community and people go, Oh shit. Like who, somebody's going to be left holding the bag. The pyramid exactly. can only go up so high right before it starts crumbling because there's no foundation to it. So eventually the shit has to collapse. Yeah. I mean, that's true of like places to live and property to own. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. it's also true of pictures of monkeys. Yes, of course. <laughs> this shit happened in 2007, 2008. Yeah. People were like, well, the line has always kept going up. The value exactly. on homes has always increased. So it can't possibly decrease. And what happened? It decreased. <laughs> it, it like it burst. The bubble yeah. burst. And like people and, like if you have that short term of a memory, which this we absolutely do as a collective mm-hmm. uh, bunch of people, this shit, it was obvious it was going to happen. So what happened this week is there's a one of these crypto coins called Luna, uh, which I, I only heard about whenever this happened. I don't I don't uh, this is going to be funny to recap, because if we do have any listeners who know anything about crypto, I'm going to get half of this wrong. But <laughs> uh, non crypto listeners, bear with me. You'll get the fucking gist. So this thing, Luna, it is uh, hilariously called a stable coin, which mm-hmm. is like something that's supposed to be tied to some intrinsic value. Uh, but it was t- Luna was tied to something called Terra, which was tied to something called magic Internet money. I'm not making that up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh no! And, yeah, and this was all pegged to the U.S. dollar, by yeah, the way. That's yeah. why it's considered a stable coin. So something happened where, it, like, a domino effect, where people just started selling, or like the the value stopped bo- or started bottoming out, where Luna lost like almost a hundred percent of its value in twenty four hours. When I say almost a hundred percent, I mean like ninety nine point nine 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 four. Like <laughs> the shit yes. fucking dropped. Like millions and millions of dollars were wiped out instantly. Um to the point that like they stopped letting people trade it. <laughs> and then Crypto.com announced that it was reversing any profitable sales that occurred at the same time as the crash. So, like, not they only don't have enough reserves, <laughs> they don't have enough money in their bank account. It would ruin them. And then um, another thing came out where the next day the website Coinbase, which is the largest crypto exchange platform in the country, told customers, "Hey, just so you know, there are zero bankruptcy protections for any of your holdings. Should we lose all of our money?" <laughs> Yeah, which means they can take your assets and use them. Like, they get to claim the money that you've deposited with mm-hmm. them as their assets. So if they uh. were to file for bankruptcy, they get all of your money to use to, like, pay off creditors and stuff. Yeah, that's uh, like... shit. Yes, like, yeah. It's fucked up. That's like a casino <laughs> in the middle of a poker game, a casino walking over and being like, hey, just so you know, those chips, uh, you can't get the money back for them because we spent yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like when you walk into a bank, you 
you know, you see those signs that say FDIC insured mm-hmm, and right. stuff. That's so in case the bank goes up, you can still like the the federal government like backs. Yeah. They you can only have so much money in an account because that's all they'll insure it up to. Um, yeah, there's none of those protections <laughs> with Coinbase. Uh, speaking, so is it gauche to read one of your own tweets on here? Uh, it's it's specific to this topic. The, um, I, I, you I tell you. That? I don't have a problem with it in theory, but I am a little offended uh, because, as you may not know, I can barely read. Uh, <laughs> that's why. That, that's why I offered you to read it to you. Yeah. Yeah. You can paraphrase a tweet. You can paraphrase. I didn't. I didn't send you the link to read. Uh, sure, sure. No, you know myself. what? Just, uh, just rub your fucking literacy right in my face. Go ahead. Well, Go not right. Only my literacy. I did math. Okay. All I right. All right. This show is over. <laughs> so. If you invested $15,000 in Luna one month ago, the fourth most popular cryptocurrency at the time, you would now, and this is not a joke, you could now buy, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with the phrase buy the dip. Mm -hmm. Y'all heard people like that's their mantra, like whenever it did, buy the dip, buy the dip, right? Because it's a cult. Yeah. You could buy one dip from the grocery store for $3. (laughs) (laughs) $15,000 in a month is down to $3. That's, that's how hard that's how like to, that's like, I like to, to be able to, you know, when they say, uh, the empire state building is so many feet tall, it's like, that doesn't mean anything. Tell me in giraffes, you know, or tell me, tell me, tell me in school buses, how long a blue whale is and shit. Like that's, I, no, no, these numbers don't mean shit to me. I literally, um, uh, think of, <laughs> I, I think of currency exchange rates and how much does a pack of cigarettes cost in their money? Yes, like, exactly. exactly. I, I don't know what the exchange rate for Vietnamese dong is, but I can tell you that a pack of cigarettes costs 50 cents there. Um, Oh, yeah. <laughs> As a trans woman, I measure things in the cost of a jar of pickles. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, I'm sorry, so- is that... Okay, so I'm not super familiar with... Um, uh, trans pickles? Uh, yeah, trans. So is that like a? It's yeah, it's trans culture on the internet. It we, is trans. Okay, love, all right. Love pickles. It's because spironolactone uh, <laughs> is a is a uh, commonly used antioxidant that a lot of us are on. And okay. It's a water pill, so you piss out all your water, and you need salt. And pickles are a great way to get the salt. Back. There you go. Holy shit! Thank it you. is that, very okay, very that, rare for somebody to learn something on this show. <laughs> that was like that. That's like that's like coming across the Rosetta Stone. What what you just did for me. You know what I mean? Like that would. I would have spent the next years of my life seeing those references from time to time going, what in the fuck are they talking? Yeah, exactly. I would have just whispered (laughs) quietly to myself and been afraid to ask anyone uh, (laughs) anyone about it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Audrey. This is a safe place for learning and not being able to read um, in case... So let's move on um, to less fun things to talk about. This week, nationwide protests uh, organized by Planned Parenthood in the Women's March took place across the country. Um, People out in the streets upset uh, with the recent uh, Roe v. Wade overturning decision being leaked what have you. Um, but you know, it's, I have some good news. The Senate, um, you know, our Congress people, they are fighting to make sure something gets done this week. The Senate passed a law unanimously to protect Supreme court justices and their families. (laughs) God damn it. You know, they're not gonna, they're not gonna just sit idly by they're doing something folks. They have your, 
Supreme Court justices' best interests at heart, and they they are taking it very seriously. Uh, Jen Psaki said on Monday, President Biden, quote, strongly believes in the constitutional right to protest, but that should never include violence, threats, or vandalism, end quote. Now, I don't know if the two of you are aware. I'm not much of a history buff, but uh, I have, I do think... I'm accurate in saying that the entire reason this country exists is because of violent protests. Right. I think yeah, so. You shouldn't you shouldn't <laughs> throw somebody else's tea in a harbor. Yeah. You shouldn't that's vandalism. Uh, yeah, that's vandalism. <laughs> Absolutely it is. Absolutely. If you and, light one candle instead of two to uh, uh <laughs> all right, you know what? You get fill in the rest. I'm not funny exactly. today. <laughs> Fuck you, listeners. Um <laughs> Now, as of yet, there has been no reports, zero reports of any violence, uh, threats, or vandalism. But again, it's it's good to say, it's good to see Congress being on the same page for something, uh, which yeah. is protecting our oppressors. Which is why that statement is so insidious, right? Yeah. The conflating things that have not happened with any of these protests with things that, like, middle America that, you know, uh, voted blue this election, voted red the next election, those types of folks will hear that and go, well, damn, yeah, I agree with that, too. You shouldn't, you you know, shouldn't use violence, even though there is none. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just playing music. It's just standing outside somebody's house. Something that uh, as you know, to his credit a little bit. And it, I mean, we're talking microfuckoscopic. Uh, Chuck Schumer brought up like, yeah, that's like people protest outside my house literally every single day. That's mm -hmm. life in New York as an elected official. Well, and people protest outside of abortion clinics like women. Yes. People blow up abortion people. clinics. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. And we can't we can't go play, you know, fuck the police in front of uh, Samuel Alito's house or whatever. Like, right, right. Uh, you or, know, or a church. Oh, you know how fast the cops would would uh, like have you hogtied or just shot if you went and protested outside of like a Southern Baptist church where mm -hmm. I live. <laughs> like <laughs> it would it would make your head spin. Um, um, you know, I'm sorry. I don't. <sighs> I hate to do this. We don't typically offer uh, retractions on this podcast, um, but I need to. I need to issue a correction. Um, earlier, just moments ago, I reported that there has been no violence, threats, or vandalism. But um, I've been informed. I got a message in my ear uh, that this week, uh, Senator Susan Collins had a a very very clearly pro choice message written on her sidewalk in chalk. Oh God! Oh, fuck. Um, oh, she God. immediately oh, called the police. <laughs> <laughs> with the most white woman shit. Like you can fix this world. with a fucking hose, lady. God. Yeah. <laughs> there, God, there has to be no. There's like no consequences whatsoever. They have to face no real scrutiny yep. in order to feel any level of comfort. They like. Well, she's still having a hard time recovering because um, she said last week that she she thought whenever she voted for Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett that they weren't going to uh, overturn Roe v. Wade, even though that's exactly what they fucking said they were going to do. So, you know, not, Susan yeah, Collins, she's having a hard that. <laughs> She's having a hard not time. Not one person believes that. I, and, and to... to, to be serious for a second. She's devastated, and we need to think about her feelings right now. And the fact that don't she center is yourself, center Susan Collins. Exactly, exactly. Uh, like we need to think about her pain right now, and be, having been lied to by 
fucking professional liars, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is what which is what they are. Um, yeah. So the the one funny thing I did hear about that Susan Collins uh, story in the sidewalk chalk uh, is that it was like a very polite statement where mm-hmm. she was referred to as Susie because it was written by one of her neighbors, and she <laughs> called the cops, and the cops showed up and were like. Ma'am, what what do you what do you want us to do? Like the cops were even like, okay, like we know we overreact to shit. Like that's our whole game, right? But mm-hmm. even we can't really overreact to this. <laughs> There's nothing even to act on, yeah. uh, because like you said, if if somebody vandalizes something and a, a light breeze will come and like remove it, um, that's not really vandalism. That's just like yeah. organizing powder and like it's like building a sandcastle when the tide's coming in. Calling yeah. calling the FBI in because somebody. Uh, your neighbor uh, raked their leaves into your yard. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Reporting to the Homeland Security or some shit. Which is funny um, enough, uh, I think that's what Rand Paul and his neighbor got into a fight yeah. about. <laughs> so, oh yeah, it was, it was. Whole other yeah. can of worms there, but while we're talking about um, Senate Republicans, uh, this week, you know, the Senate, as I said, they voted unanimously to protect Supreme Court justices, but they also, they took another vote. And they said, hey, you know what? What if we just enshrined Roe v. Wade into law? And uh, not surprisingly, all 50 Republicans voted against it. And Joe Manchin also voted against it because he was like, well, this just goes too far. This removes over 500 laws that have been passed at the state level. It's like, yeah, all those laws were fucking anti-abortion laws that violated Roe v. Wade and just haven't made it to the Supreme Court yet. Fuck you. Um, And fuck, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it, every Democrat and Republican, don't worry. Don't worry. We're not just we're not just saying fuck Joe Manchin. We're saying this whole fucking tub full of bathwater is getting thrown out with that baby. Um, fuck them all. Yeah. Every one of them. <laughs> um, and, and similar to uh, uh, just to take it back one second um, to uh, what Jen Psaki said. Um, also this week, Biden announced and this is just a perfect encapsulation mm-hmm. of the Democratic Party right now. Just all of this. Right. That. Uh, he wants or is going to direct states that got federal COVID funding (laughs) to take money that wasn't spent like unspent COVID money. So think about that concept to begin with, right? Mm -hmm. Unspent COVID money because we, we were rolling in it during the past two years. I mean, Uh, COVID's done. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Breaking news. COVID's done. Uh, and to fund police departments with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what I swear to God, like that statement right there, like think about like, like if you've been in a coma for the past <laughs> five or six years, sure. Maybe you can get away with saying that. Um, and maybe Joe Biden has, I don't know. Like I've, I've <laughs> Joe Biden is definitely him. currently it's, in a coma. He's, he's almost there, <laughs> but to like, like it's the perfect it's the perfect encapsulation of where we are with this fucking party, which mm-hmm. is just clueless. No yeah. plan whatsoever. Listen None. here, Jack. What what's what's for breakfast? Sir, you just ate uh, 22 minutes ago, um, sir. Uh, <laughs> Don't tell me my business. Um, all right, let's move on. I just wanted to, there's not a lot about this story, but I'm just, I am so excited. This is the story that will not die uh, that isn't COVID. Um, 
<laughs> the story that won't go away that isn't the coronavirus. This I I want to just give an update on our friends the D, the uh, trucker convoy, the people's oh, convoy. Yeah. <laughs> These motherfuckers are not done. So they left DC last month. Uh, in you know heads held in shame. They they were pissing their pants. They were like you know just had no fucking clue what they were doing. And they decided to drive back across the country. They made it. They made it all the way to Oakland, California, where a bunch of teenagers threw eggs at them. <laughs> and then they they hit the West Coast oh, and they said, man. you know what? Maybe maybe we could do this better again. So now they are heading back to DC. <laughs> They're going back, baby. <laughs> Oh, that's incredible. <laughs> they said that's their incredible. plan this time is not just to circle ar around the beltway, but they are going to actually occupy Washington, D.C. Oh. <laughs> There's uh, like a couple dozen trucks. Like, what the fuck do they think they're doing? <laughs> I, it's, it is the most, like, just American cis white male fantasy to be behind the wheel of a Peter built 18 wheeler, <laughs> you know, and think that like, and, and like, it's like, I, it is so, I have like such a visceral reaction to it. I can't even make a joke here. I don't even know what to say other than this is the corniest, like <laughs> most cringe worthy shit I could possibly imagine doing. Also, how fucking expensive is this shit right now? Hey, like, I don't, where, where is, so another thing is, uh, uh, where is all this money coming from? This is not organic. This is not grassroots. I know that there are GoFundMe things, but the, you cannot convince me that the same people that are funding, uh, J.D. Vance's campaign and shit are not also, like, Peter Thiel's of the world and shit like that, are not also fan funding this bullshit. It absolutely has not? to be. Um, because there was, like, last, maybe, like, two, three weeks ago, we did a story that uh, one of the, like, GoFundMes that was set up to pay for this, whoever ran it just took all the money. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that is Why my not? favorite thing about this is that like because this is coming from this like uh pseudo libertarian like republican whatever first of all they don't actually have any like specific demands or goals as a movement like there is no movement and secondly like it's so individualized in nature that like it's just whoever is like closest to the microphone one day is the spokesperson and none of them are on the same page about anything it's just like like this idea makes no sense to try and go back to DC you you failed last time and you have less people now you're not going to occupy this like what are you even doing but it's just one guy it's like no you know what we need to do that you know we need to do, we gotta go back to DC. You know, they're, they're gonna, you know, they said we couldn't come in last time, but I bet you this time they'll let us in, dude. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> and everybody's like, fucking yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Why not waste a whole bunch of money on something like this right now? There's so much free capital roaming around. Everybody's doing so great. <laughs> Like the pandemic hasn't devastated every sector of the economy, and I can't. And you know these motherfuckers were tied up in crypto. They have you to know, be, yeah. No, no, like so. Whatever, whatever money that, whatever line they thought was going to keep going up, that just took a shit. It's so. the same thing, though. It's like these, these, these are people that are stupid and do not understand the thing they're talking about, but nope. they are overcommitted, and so they're like, no. What if we just try harder, like? I guess the Donning Kruger parade. <laughs> <laughs> and there is so so the the motivations behind this, I think there was like 
there was original intent and there was original ideas behind what we're going to do with this motorcade, right? We're going to mm-hmm. take a stand, et cetera, et cetera. But in a real serious way, and I've seen um, uh, Amanda Moore. Uh, I don't know if y'all follow her. her. She That's was, the woman um, that was like undercover or whatever. Yeah, for, she went yeah. undercover with MAGA and did a lot of reporting and stuff. Um, I've seen her retweet some stuff um, where it really is. It's, it sounds so silly. It really is the friends we made along the way that this thing has turned into. <laughs> like they are they are making like a makeshift family within this trucker convoy and like somebody there's a, a video I can't remember where I saw it I think she retweeted it where they did like a, a wedding like amongst the trucks Aww. and it, right <laughs> it's like <laughs> you genuinely pretty sweet yeah exactly they did they did a wedding and um in the video she thanks this other trucker guy who, for walking her down the aisle because her dad couldn't be there to do it uh, I think he had passed away or something so like they are forming real world bonds and like have this like makeshift trucker family but again this shit costs money and i know like there's a wild misconception that uh you know trump supporters and stuff are all hicks that live in trailer parks and shit like that that is not the case at all every motherfucker around me that's got a uh uh pot to piss in uh can rub two dimes together is way, proudly flies their trump flag oh yeah um, you know you go out on the intercoastal waterway here every nice boat that you know exactly who they mm-hmm. voted for there's no question about it lefty yeah. trucks aren't cheap no fuck no they're not they're not and, and especially the uh the 18 wheelers like i just don't know how those guys are operating with uh their deliveries with... must be so late dude yes <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're doing uber eats whenever they get to a city they just they sign up they, they like turn their uber eats app on or their DoorDash and shit and that's how they're funding this thing <laughs> Oh, well, we figured it out. We got to the bottom of it. Look at that, listeners. You learned two things on this week's episode. That's a new record. Investigative Um, journalism. (laughs) Let's move on to the other thing that won't go away. COVID-19. Coronavirus. That's right, folks. It's still happening. Great. Uh, This week, for four days in a row, there was over 100,000 confirmed COVID cases in the United States. Now, keep in mind, again, as I said last week, most testing, by far, most testing is not being recorded one way or the other because it's happening at home. So 100,000 cases four days in a row is, quite frankly, just the tip of the iceberg. Um, But This week, the United States officially announced that we have hit 1 million COVID deaths. Again? I think, I think, I swear to God, this happened like two months ago. Yeah, I thought, I thought I saw like that number trending a while ago. And now I'm like, did I Mandela affect myself? Like, I swear this fucking happened, but like, I can't, I, I don't, I don't know. It seems. It seemed, and again, like those numbers are undercounted. It, there was like, no, I remember it because there was like three days in a row where we were at like 999,000 and 500 or whatever. And then all of a sudden, like the, the number of deaths kept like dropping. Like, so it was like, oh, it should hit it today. Oh, it's not today. Oh, it should hit it tomorrow. Oh, no, only 20 reported deaths. Like, that's not fucking right. Um, yeah. 
Nobody like wanted to be the millionth ago. one. Yeah. Nobody. It's like yeah. the worst. It's like the worst radio call-in show of all time. It's like be our millionth death and win a free. Like uh, nobody wanted to be that person. That's why they kept uh, 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 cardiac arrest, uh, the flu. Right. Uh, the ghost of Ed McMahon shows up with an oversized N95 mask. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so yeah. we officially hit a million deaths again or whatever. Joe Biden, he's taking this very seriously. He said all the flags, half staff. Oh good. We did it. Mission accomplished. Um It's just it's just a motherfucking fact of life at this point, right? Like we're completely past containment. Yeah, uh, we're no, I anything. It's just part of it's endemic alive in this world yeah. now. Yeah. I went down to DC last week to uh humble brag play bass for E6. Uh and <laughs> What? Really? Yeah, no, because uh, I'm friends with the guy on Twitter, and he let me yeah. come up on stage and play a song with them at their show at Comic That's Ping Pong. Awesome. It was the coolest shit ever. But I was down in D.C., and I was shocked because, like, most or, like, at least half the people that I saw were wearing masks. I'm like, dude, we haven't had masks on in Pittsburgh in, like, a year yeah. and a half, dude. <laughs> yeah, same here. Same thing. I mean, it's, it's mainly been, like, the past. There was always assholes that wouldn't do it. Right, but right. It, it, it's been, like, I think, like, right after Christmas is when, people got rid of theirs around here yeah there was a very brief period of time where we were taking it super seriously but also like it was the summer of 2020 as soon as the protests were happening like black lives matter protests they opened everything back up which i am still convinced is a fucking uh not a coincidence as soon as people were out in the streets they're like we gotta let them go back to bars um so i briefly worked as the uh door guy what the fuck is a host at a restaurant <laughs> um and so i was guy. the guy that like stood up front and like went over the rules with people because like for there was that brief period of time where it's like okay you have to wear your mask anytime you're out of your seat whenever you sit down you're allowed to take it off you know if you go up to the bathroom make sure you put it back on uh we're taking everybody's temperatures you know we're we're handing out you know there's digital menus so you don't have to touch there's like all these fucking rules and there was a brief time where i got to turn away people who like refused to wear masks oh hell yeah and that shit was awesome i remember one time specifically this guy came in and he didn't have a mask i was like hey bro like you can't come in without a mask and he goes well what if i have like a medical condition that makes it so i can't wear one and i was like well dude if you had a medical condition you wouldn't have phrased that as a question yeah (laughs) (laughs) my fucking thing with that was always Uh. if you have a medical condition that precludes you from wearing a mask it is likely of a respiratory nature I don't think your doctor is going to then recommend that you go out during a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's just the stupidest shit ever. But no, it's it's been over here for a long time. Um, this week, Joe Biden uh, attended a worldwide COVID nineteen uh, digital summit where he called on world leaders to act aggressively against coronavirus. No, um, you. <laughs> uh, coincidentally, exactly. this week, no, you. Coincidentally, Absolutely. this week, ten billion dollars in COVID funding was stripped from another vote that was going through in okay. Congress, which we will talk about later. So, you know, Joe, Joe Biden's like, hey, listen here, rest of the world, you guys got to take this shit seriously. Don't ask me what I'm doing, but you guys, <laughs> do you want to do a push-up contest? <laughs> so fucked up. It's it is. It's past the point of being able to, for me at least, mm-hmm. to even process where this country is in its, uh, 
What's what's uh, what's it called when you hold two opposing thoughts in your mind at the same cognitive time? Cognitive dissonance. Yeah, the cognitive dissonance between how much you know. You had that lieutenant governor down in Texas talk about how our grandparents were ready to throw themselves <laughs> into the the yeah. fiery flames to get the economy rolling again. Uh, Grandma while, would rather die than you not be able to yes, afford whatever. So we <laughs> yeah. we are are passing bills to like the. the uh, Thanks to the forced birth movement, right? We are we are uh, insisting that people have children, and at the same time, we are aggressively trying to kill people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like the, that's what that's what Joe Biden uh, is actually doing, and in in the previous administration before him, and everybody else, we are insisting that people die uh, have for the past couple years, um, and. It's just, I don't know. I Like, what do you even say about it at this point anymore? Yeah. Like, is there anything, is there any more new insight into this cognitive dissonance? Uh, no, it's just, you know, as the, <laughs> as the show, the title of the show implies, it just keeps getting worse every single yeah. fucking week. It's, it's the, like, like you just said, the COVID-19 or Audrey, like you said, the, the COVID-19 is here to stay, right? It's endemic. Yeah. So is this cognitive dissonance. And I know that we've always had a little bit of it or like a, a lot of bit of like tons of it in this country. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to downplay any of the historical atrocities that this country has, uh, you know, gleefully taken part in, but it's it's now like a part of the mainstream in which it is so endemic this like the the way what we say versus what we actually do like in the past they would just tell you up front fuck yeah we hate like minorities we hate mm-hmm, women yeah. like we they don't have the right to vote uh we we enslave uh black people like we were up front with it now it's so it's so cognitively dissonant to the image that we try to project to domestically and internationally that I don't, I, I can't even, it feels like, you know, that, that Will Ferrell clip, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills all the goddamn time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it just gets worse. Yeah. It just yeah. keeps it's getting worse. The li- this show, hey, this show ain't there going was, nowhere. <laughs> if there was one line that continues to go up, it is uh, how human fucking misery. it's human fucking misery. In Hold this on for dear especially. life, listeners. Yes. Um, <laughs> so while we're on the subject of international COVID news um, this week, oh my gosh, one of the few, if not only, remaining countries that has held out this entire time and avoided the pandemic this week, unfortunately, fell. Uh, That is, of course, I'm speaking of friend of the pod, North Korea, Um, (laughs) (laughs) which this week they reported their first COVID death for the entire pandemic. You know, they because I mean, North Korea, you know, a lot of people don't believe that this is accurate, but like in a way it kind of makes sense because like they ban almost all international travel. Like their country is already super, super fucking isolated. And like, even though it's a global pandemic, like if nobody goes to a place, like they can't bring it there. So like, I don't know, it might be, you know, it might be something where they've been hiding or it might legitimately be that this, this is the first, uh, you know, COVID outbreak they've had in other news. They reported that, 805,000 people have been infected with a mysterious fever this year, and they're not sure what it is. <laughs> they just don't have oh, COVID man. testing capabilities. So, like, the yeah, whole country has fucking COVID, yeah. but they just don't, they can't even test for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck. 
that uh <laughs> could you imagine being the first person to bring covid into north korea but my, i suspect could, that it's been there but like they literally don't test like sure, they have sure, no t- sure. yeah. um but yeah but, being, oh kim jong-un would be so mad at you oh, so mad dude <laughs> he is not he is you are not getting a christmas card from him this year nope. at, all, at all so i learned something cool about uh kim jong-il Mm-hmm. Uh, this week from my 16 year old. Um, hmm. uh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm raising them right. Um, he told me uh, that Kim Jong Il actually invented the burrito. Did you know this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's says, why uh, I said friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah, friend of the pod. Uh, big burrito fans here. Uh, yeah, uh, Kim Jong-un, um, or I'm sorry, Kim Jong-un actually came up with the burrito in 2011 before he died of a heart attack. So before 2011, the burrito did not exist, apparently. Yeah, no, just... if you go back and look at old Taco Bell menus from the time, there's just like a blank space. Once again, <laughs> yes. it's the Mandela effect, man. Exactly. You thought you exactly. were eating burritos in the 90s? Yep. You're out of your fucking mind. You didn't. You, you weren't. <laughs> at all um so yeah i just uh like it's just a good example in all seriousness of you have to take everything obviously that comes with a grain of salt mm-hmm. um when it comes to their reporting but it is it is kind of like a wink and a nod right like they're saying they're reporting their first case of covid which is also a weird thing to report yeah like like why did they even do that in the first place if I'm they're not... just going to follow it up with like a mysterious fever has like as my guess and, and again this is all speculation North Korea, it's just like the Ukraine situation. Like, you can't really trust anything you hear about it because every person that is able to to give you information is heavily biased. My best guess is that, like, they probably did have it either, like, didn't have much of it or had it somewhat under control. But then in the last month, is whenever these 800,000 fevers have been reported, they were probably like, oh, this is so bad. We need help and we can't keep pretending. We need international Um, aid. Yeah. Which, like, that makes sense. Like, you know, they, North Korea hasn't attacked anybody in a long time. Like, they're just, like, they're, you know, they're fucked up. But, like, the, it's the rest of the world's fault, I think, that they can't, mm. like, be be a participant. Um, it, it in, At the very least, the rest of the world contributes to things being as fucked there as, as they are. So the fact that they're like, fuck, we can't do this on our own, like they know they can't just like come out and say that. So they have to like, be like, Oh, Hey, like a million people are dying right now. Like, uh, yeah, you know, I know, I know you guys don't like us, but like, uh, the country will just be an entirely dead fucking panhandle. If you don't, if you don't give us some fucking COVID testers, I don't know. I don't know. It's got, it's gotta be bad if, uh, if they are reaching out at at this point. And, and as with all of these, regimes, governments, whether they're duly elected or not, like it's always the people that suffer. Exactly. It's always the, exactly. the people that are just trying to raise a family and go about their lives. You remember in 2020, whenever like Kim Jong-un like disappeared for a couple months and everybody was like speculating whenever he was dead or not. I, that was such a fun story. And it was like during the pandemic and the black lives matter protests. So like, it just got lost in the shuffle, but goddamn, like we had a Schrodinger's dictator for like months and just like <laughs> got lost to history, man. Man. What a oh, fun time. That's great. Speaking of fun times, this week, <laughs> this is a very fun story. So did did Jens hear about CNN Plus? They did like CNN did a streaming platform. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. It oh, was yeah. only it was only this. released for like 
a few weeks because nobody fucking signed up for it because who the fuck would? And so they like announced it and there was this all oh, this big hurrah and then they just like shut it down. Like I think it was less than a month after. Faster than CISO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, or uh, Qu- Quibby. Quibby. Remember Quibby? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember Quibby. Quibby. Oh man, Quibby existed for about a Quibby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so, six and a half minutes. So all the people that like got jobs working for CNN Plus, like this was in the works for months. But yeah. as soon as they shut it down, they were like, "Oh, okay, we have to lay off all these workers." So they laid off like hundreds and hundreds of staffers, and. Then all of them got a welcome basket to CNN Plus. <laughs> after they got after they got oh, laid off, fuck. look, this had like CNN Plus branded like pens and like koozies and st- like all this like swag, all this merch. And apparently some like it was a complete accident. Like somebody accidentally sent out welcome packages instead of like departing packages or whatever the fuck. Um like nobody I don't think anybody did this intentionally. I think it was just like somebody uh, somehow fucked up so bad that they like auto generated like hundreds or thousands of pieces of merchandise yeah. and sent it to all the people they just fired. The welcome Fucking to amazing. CNN Plus dead man switch <laughs> activated. Yes, exactly. Welcome to CNN Plus hell, dude. <laughs> see, I can see I, I, I guarantee you what happened is they had this order put in months mm-hmm. in advance yeah, and yeah. the the merch whoever organized these baskets or, or was like hired to do so had already been paid so they're like we're gonna fulfill we're, we're not gonna get sued for not having done this so yeah they fulfilled their end of the contract and they were like well they've already canceled it but we got paid to send this out <laughs> like two weeks after the debut so yeah uh, the, that company was like well they can't ask for their money back if we exactly, send the merch fuck that. Yeah. yeah exactly we're gonna send you a bunch of useless shit to remind you that you're fired <laughs> unemployed it's almost like you know how they print super bowl t-shirts for both winners yeah yes exactly (laughs) exactly they should have sent all of this stuff to uh you know to the developing world yes you know (laughs) i would be if i could find i man i hope uh I walk through a Goodwill one day and find like a CNN Plus branded like T-shirt or fleece or, or like a mug or something. A that would mug. be that would be some dope news head shit. Hell yeah, that exactly. Really cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that would be like a a super rare like uh, uh, Chris Paul when the Hornets were playing in Oklahoma City Valentine's Day jersey. Like it's like the most rare jersey of all time. That would be like finding CNN Plus merch. Hell yeah, I don't, I <laughs> totally understand that sports reference i know you do i know you do <laughs> I, I watch george center every night i don't know what you're talking about um so yeah that's just you know a fun little bit of misery that uh some awful people endured uh or i don't know how awful the employees were but you know the people that sent it out definitely awful let's move on speaking of awful people this week the united states congress pasted 40 billion dollars in aid to ukraine All Democrats, including every member of the squad, voted in favor of sending $40 billion to Ukraine, which is up from $33 billion that they announced just last week. They added more billions to it. Uh, The United States just seems completely committed to fighting this proxy war against Russia in Ukraine, which I don't know a ton about international politics, but I think fighting against Russia is a dumb idea. Seems bad. <laughs> seems, yep, yep. Seems a Feels bit like misguided. 
It feels like we've done this before. Um, yeah. uh, I For think, decades. I think my dad got shot uh, in a country uh, around 1968, 1969, that we nice. were in a, pro- a proxy war <laughs> uh, against, against Russia with. <laughs> Uh, how did that, how did that one go? Did we win? <laughs> Don't answer that. Sorry, my brain. I was delayed there for a second with your with your nice. You're not gonna um, dr- you're not gonna ref- you're not gonna say the word uh, the the number sixty nine in any context without me fucking saying nice. That's yeah, dude, what that's, kind of show this is. God that's, damn that's it. That's the weed number. You can't gloss right over it. That's not the weed number. That's the sex thing. Get the fuck out of here. Deanna's nope. not here to keep me under control. I'm I'm, <laughs> loose, I'm a loose cannon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, woo, we're giving them so much money. Again, we tried to get $10 billion for COVID. Didn't have it. $40 yeah. billion for Ukraine. Oh, we got that. We Why got not? that. We got Why the just lying around. You have an endless thirst for war. Like, anytime that there's an opportunity to blow motherfuckers up, our government is, like, 100% on board. If it comes to helping anybody, there's no way in hell. The United States is more thirsty for war than I am for pictures of naked girls with tattoos on Twitter. It's absurd. (laughs) It's absurd. I thought I was setting the thirst limit there. Nope. They keep outdoing me. I have to get $41 billion in OnlyFans subscriptions. (laughs) Buddy. You uh, you severely underestimate the thirst of the military industrial complex, my man. You you have you have not you have not seen levels of thirst until you uh, are in a meeting with the heads of Boeing and Northrop yeah. Gunman and uh, all, you know uh, the other those other military companies and some some members of Congress, my man. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you have never seen a meeting between me being like, all right, I've already signed up for five different girls only fans this week, but this girl just popped into my feed and she's so hot and she has this <laughs> tattoo that's like, you know, right between her boobs and I can't really mm-hmm. see it because this picture's censored, but if I pay her $5 a month, I'll be able to see the full boobs and the full tattoo. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a business decision that I'm willing to make. Um, so I can relate to the United States government in a way. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, that is... I would love to see a one-to-one analogy. You need to write that thesis out. You need to write that. You need to flesh that analogy out some more. Understanding imperialism through means of uh, being horny on the internet. I don't know. I'll yes, t- we'll workshop it. <laughs> Listeners, tune in to the uh, tune in next week. I'll have that bit figured out. Or yeah, it's about a, it. <laughs> it's a, in, in a similar way. It's it's like the the guy who. Uh, you know, we can't take care of uh, uh, houselessness, um, uh, the formula situation happening right now, um, civil rights, uh, a woman's right to choose, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we can afford to uh, to send money over to Ukraine, right. similar to the OnlyFans analogy, yeah. where no. you don't have money to like buy your mom like a Mother's Day present because <laughs> your uh, the the monthly billing cycle just your bank account and like mm-hmm. right you know around a similar time and you're like fuck god damn mom uh so i was thinking uh like do you have stuff to make like uh pancakes at your house i was thinking of coming over and uh like, do you, you know, have stuff you, yeah do, do you have like a cooking you breakfast or I was thinking about cooking you breakfast but i need to make sure you have ingredients yes exactly um, which is the grocery store for me <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I fuck with that. See, this is a good theory. Um, we are going to fin- f- figure this out. I-, I will be I will be speaking to Congress before the year's end. Um, think if I could get <laughs> think if I could get the United States government behind my bill to just pay for my OnlyFans subscriptions. That would be insane, dude. <laughs> it's the bailout that we need. <laughs> It's redistribution of wealth within our borders, okay? Look, the government gives me the money. I give it to the girl on OnlyFans. It's a circle. Uh, She spends it on, I don't know, stuff. Whatever the fuck she wants. Look, Call that... Call that redistribution of wealth. There it is. Uh, that's good because I can barely say the word redistribution. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's going to be my time, folks. Uh. What the fuck? There it is. The crowd goes wild. Yeah. I got too many buttons on my fucking thing. Listeners, just bear with us. Um, also this week, Finland announced that they are going to be immediately joining NATO, which if you oh. remember, the reason why Russia invaded Ukraine is because they were talking about joining NATO. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and Russia and Finland have a uh, history of war with each other. Yeah, um, but they do have uh, 60 years of peace between them because they Finland they promised do. never to join NATO. It's uh it's <laughs> it's one of those things it's like look, I like the the whole uh, it w- it was absolutely a mistake for the U.S. to like keep pressuring these border countries to join NATO because that's not going to better your relationship with Russia, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But man, Russia, like like doing this, also you're like careful what you wish for slash yeah. like you know what I'm saying like like for every action there's an equit uh, equit an opposite reaction uh, you, uh, I right. am rubbing off you on know you. what I'm trying to say you know what I'm trying to say so like yeah like Finland is suddenly like fuck if they're gonna invade Ukraine and I know there's a lot of like ethnic history there you know cross border and stuff mm-hmm. and I, not to act like I know any of that shit but uh uh yeah, it's like I could I could see where other countries' buttholes start puckering a little bit. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're like, because nobody knows truly what Putin's motivations are. If he's like a, you know, some have speculated that he's sick or something, that he got like a terminal diagnosis, and that's kind of making him go, fuck it. Like, uh, this is my legacy. I'm going to lean into it. Yeah, I mean, I agree that it's definitely hard to really understand exactly what his motives and what his limits of what he will do are. Um, My whole thing is, though, it's just like, you know, if you have like a dangerous, unpredictable animal, bagging them further into a corner is probably the dumbest thing you can do. Yes, Um, fully agreed, fully agreed. So that's fun. You know, Russia did mention this week that if Finland joined NATO, that full-scale nuclear war could be the end result. But, you know, they just say things sometimes. You know, it's, 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 there's no reason to belief that that they would oh fuck let's move on um we've got some horrifying news uh this week out of israel this week a palestinian american reporter named shireen abu akla was shot in the head while covering israeli raids of refugee camps in the west bank i don't know fucking much about this situation but apparently this this woman was like a you know world-renowned reporter um with al jazeera that like you know had a huge huge track record of trying to report on these you know atrocities by the Israeli Defense Force. Um, she was wearing at the time a white jacket, uh, a white vest that clearly said "press" on it when she was uh, murdered. And you know the Israeli government they came out and they said, "Well, hold on, we don't know what happened here. 
you know, I know, I know our, our soldiers were shooting indiscriminately at people. There's no way that they accidentally purposefully shot this reporter in the head. Uh, so, you know, they said that they were going to do an internal investigation. Uh, the rest of the entire world was like, yo dude, you fucking did this. Like yeah, everybody this. knows you did this. Like whether it was purposeful or not, like you killed this fucking journalist and everybody fucking knows it. That's like the police like, Oh, we're going to do an internal investigation of like this, uh, this unarmed person that we yeah. choked to death. Uh, yeah, no, we know you did it. We know whether or not you purposefully killed somebody doesn't fucking matter. You did this shit. Um, then to add insult to injury, uh, a few days later, her funeral was held and the Israeli police attacked the fucking funeral possession and started beating the people who were carrying her casket, causing them to almost drop her, her body onto the ground. We are like in real time witnessing one of the, the planet's greatest atrocities and we just can't fucking do anything to stop it because, you know, we have to fucking we're pot committed to the Israeli government, no matter how evil they end up being. Yeah, it's right. it's not not just we can't do anything to stop it. We fund it. Yeah. Yeah. Fund, we fund all of this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and some of the coverage that I have seen of this story over the past few days is just. Again, it's it's one of those things like I know there's like a baseline of cognitive dissonance, but I think there was a Forbes article that said she died after being hit in the head by a bullet. Like hit in the head, like like not shot, not murdered, yeah. but like like massive like, voice on a killing. Exactly. Like you mm-hmm. like you slip and fall and hit your head on a stair. Uh, and, and, and you end up dying from it. Like, that's how they reported this, you know, guns was, don't like kill you said, people. Just, guns don't yeah. kill people getting hit with bullets does. Everybody yeah. knows this. Yeah. Everybody. Car crashes don't, it's not the, it's not the speed that kills you. It's the stopping suddenly. Right. Man. Uh, <laughs> Jesus it's, fucking it's, Christ. Uh, um, it's, th- th- there was that coverage. And then the, the Paul bearer thing was mm-hmm. just, I just, I, I, I watched the video and I, it's one of the most stomach churning things I've ever seen. And then there's footage coming out of, of, uh, settlers seizing like, like, uh, Palestinians keep getting evicted from their, their buildings that they live in. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, uh, Israeli settlers just storming it and like stealing shit and like looting their place and like setting up shop in their, in their homes. Just walking into somebody else's house and being like, Hey, what's up? This is my house now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the because the United States endorses it, the rest of the world tacitly endorses like a real time fucking apartheid happening right in front of us. So, yeah. um, again, I do not have enough international knowledge to really speak on this, but I did want to touch on that. But there's also a story that I think I do have a little bit more knowledge about. This one's right back home in America. And that right. is, of course, uh, the mass shooting that happened in Buffalo, New York this week. This just happened yesterday as of recording. Um, fun fact. This is the 198th mass shooting this year, which uh, I think think it sounds like we're going for the record there, folks. So this, yeah, it's 19 weeks into the year. Coverage is slowed down on this. I don't hear about mass shootings as much as I used to. Well, we don't hear about them as much um, unless it's like a... 
like a, a higher body count because we've had so many in like the last yeah. decade that like five or six people died at those aren't Barely even counts. news anymore. Um, yeah. This one, though, it is, you know, as of now being talked about a lot because this shooting was carried out by an 18 year old white kid named fucking Peyton who uh, posted a 96 page white supremacist manifesto talking about great replacement bullshit. It, it was a I, I don't know that much about Buffalo. I believe this was in like a part of town where there's a much higher percentage of black people. Uh, so he walked into this fucking grocery store, just opened fire. He killed 10 people, injured three others. My favorite detail, which is a weird thing to say about a horrifying story like this. My favorite detail is there was an armed security guard in the store. Now we all know the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun, right? Obviously. Sure. Um, this security guard returned fire. However, Little shithead Peyton was wearing a bulletproof vest, so the yeah. bullets did nothing to affect him, and he killed the security guard. So we need security guards, not just... We need good guys with guns and gundums. We need giant <laughs> robots to take out mass shooters. That's that's the official position of the show. Um, yeah, Doesn't this is, the whole world feel like we're... Like we're, we're there's some... Something's got to give, right? Like... That's this, I'm I'm right there with you, Audrey. Nothing. This can't just continue to happen. Something has to. We have to make a drastic change. Port Arthur happens in Australia, and they confiscate mm -hmm. all the fucking weapons. Well, here's what none of the fucking politicians will say: is that this absolutely must continue to happen. If we want guns, I'm not saying we should take everybody's guns, but if right. we want guns and we don't want to fucking treat mental health and we don't want to do anything to try right. and stop people from becoming white supremacists, this is natural. This is going to keep happening and there's nothing that we can do about it because we don't fucking want to give up the things that that uh, allow the situation to fester. Like that I would re I wouldn't be happy, but I would respect a politician if they came out and said, "If you want guns, there are going to be mass shootings, and that's all there is to it," because yeah. that's the reality of the situation. Like, it's very few people in the population that have a gun and use it to kill a bunch of people, but it's never going to be zero, and that's just a fact of life that we have to deal with. And anybody that says that there's some other solution outside of taking away guns is fucking lying because there's always going to be at least a few of these, if not a lot of them, because of how much our fucking economic situation is driving people to follow these fucking psychotic ideologies that give things like the great replacement theory as an explanation to why they can't afford a house when the reality is just fucking capitalism It's yeah. capitalism squeezing everybody to the last fucking drop rings <coughs> out and nope you know we can we can we can get tucker carlson to say that uh if white birth rates aren't returned to 2.06 percent then within a generation you're not going to be in the minority and blah, 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 blah. it's it's all just people being squeezed by capitalism and having access to the means of killing a lot of fucking people. And yeah. there's no way out of it other than completely rebuilding society. And nobody wants to fucking admit that. It's a perfect storm of the internet, of, uh, like, isolation, mm -hmm. um, psychological isolation, um, like, the... Degrade, and I, I'm, I don't mean that in like a boomer way of like the internet is ruining our minds because yeah. in the same way, you can find loving and accepting communities, and I think that's helped like for for you know, <laughs> except when you when you find that kind of community, you don't go and commit mass like 
Hey everybody, hope you're doing well. Like you yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's sure. not news that's not newsworthy. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 getting finding a better headspace because you found a community is not something you can report on. But the polar opposite of that is what you saw in Buffalo, uh, where the and and he in his manifesto and I'm like when I saw this story I, I, I like my my jaw dropped. The first thing about it, my jaw dropped, was not that ten people died in a shooting in a grocery store because that's like you just said, like that's a part of everyday American life at mm-hmm. this point, right? That that's just uh, the that's just the, the American way. Um, it's that the police negotiated with him. Yep. And as soon as I read that, I was like, well, know what color this guy is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was the second, that's, that was the organic train of thought that I had. And sure enough, it absolutely was. That was before I knew it was a white, uh, uh, an explicit white supremacist or that he had, you know, published a manifesto, any of that shit. The moment I saw that the cops negotiated with the, the, the kid and, and quite frankly is a kid. I don't care if he's 18 or not yeah. as a stepdad of, of three boys, uh, uh, 16, 22 and, uh, 19 years old. They are still very much, uh, children in the, in the way that they, they think about a lot of things. Um, uh, it, it just, it, it was mind boggling that they negotiated with him. Um, and it's like, until we see a groundswell and kind of like a, a movement to discuss, stop discussing this shit as lone shooters, um, right. because they're not, they are not lone shooters. This is a large network of people that don't need to meet each other and introduce themselves for you to associate them in an intellectual manner. They are all mm-hmm. a part of the same ideology, the same, they learn the same things from the same sources, whether it be your mainstream versions like Tucker Carlson or your, your cesspools of the internet, um, with there are some of the foulest places you could imagine. Um, they are all part of the same white supremacist ideology that is like the fabric of this country. And it's, I'm, I'm really, really, I mean, I don't want to say it out loud because it almost feels like, you know, I have no magical powers, right? Mm -hmm. But like, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. I don't want it to. And I hate even saying that phrase out loud because it it makes my stomach churn, but I just don't see any other direction that it's going to go because we can't address this shit properly. You know, people always want to talk about, like, what is at the root of this? And, like, yes, in a way it is white supremacy. In a way it is, you know, unchecked fucking mental health. But, like, I think, like, the biggest, like, the biggest, like, deep down underlying cause of, like, what what makes this keep happening is the fact that the the culture of America is vastly different in different regions. It's completely different for socioeconomic, for different uh, people of different races. But the one thing that every single fucking American shares is this, like, fucking theory of individualism, that it's every person for themselves. Pick yourself up by the bootstraps. It's something that you have to, like, actively fucking force out of your brain because it's baked into you by every single, like, system and piece of media that we have. So... For a lot of people across this country, that fucking, they think that because they are not where they want to be, that it is their fault. 
that it is they don't have the understanding that the system is designed to fucking hold people down they think that it's their fault and whenever they think that it's their fault but they don't feel like it's their fault then that is exactly what leads people to start looking for someone else to blame then you fucking hop online you're like hey my life is fucked and i don't think it should be i think i'm a good person you find other people that are like hey man it's because there's fucking white races being replaced by these minorities and it's all a secret and it's it's just that thing the 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 feeling of not wanting to feel like a failure because you're not meeting the metrics that our fucking capitalist extrapolative system is placed on everybody on every person that's all it fucking takes to fall into this fucking self-fulfilling prophecy of thinking that it's some other person's fault, some other group of people's fault. And the United States government, again, will do nothing to fucking fix that underlying cause of problem because that's the only reason that they're able to do all the fucked up self-enriching bullshit they do is because we all think that it's each... We all think it's our fucking neighbors and not our landlords. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways... And- Particularly with the, or I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. No, I'm I'm just getting heated up. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was yeah. just uh, gonna say that that great replacement theory mm-hmm. is some shit that uh, Tucker Carlson has talked about in detail on his show. Um, talked about, and we we talked about it on Joint Center when we recorded this morning. You know, he there's a segment that he does uh, where he talks about the gene for blue eyes will be <sighs> in only so much of the population by this year or something mm-hmm. and it's like wh- who fucking cares right. like like it's it's something that it's it's uh he's artificially placing value on a physical trait that then weeds itself into the minds of his viewers and they go yeah that is fucked up and it's like why do you th- like explain that to me and there's not any answer other than regressing it back towards like i think white traits and white skin and and stuff are superior and it's like okay well then you like you're you're a you're a clansman you're a nazi yeah. then like that's mm-hmm. what that is that aspect of this aside from the materialistic view like they often go hand in hand uh uh but that that will always be there that 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 white supremacist like that that form of eugenics and and genetic makeup that is always that's been a part of this country since time immemorial uh that will always be there but the material aspect is is a way for them to bring people that haven't had those explicit thoughts mm-hmm. before into their big tent of it's the it's the brown people's fault it's the black people's fault it's the the trans community's fault it's the gay community's fault it's the whoever else it's the others you know it's all of them the material aspect of it is a way for you know the reason you can't find a decent paying job in your area is because of them you know yeah. uh, and and they can they can code it in that way that brings them into the great replacement theory i think that like and i'm not qualified in any way shape or form to put forward a fucking theory about society but you know i am a podcaster so i'm going to do that immediately right now i think like i don't think you can get rid of racism like as a whole as a concept as these like end racism fucking bumper stickers i don't think you can actually do that but I believe it is possible to create material conditions where less people are suffering in a way that leads them to be desperate to find some explanation for it. Yeah, sure. And that is, I mean, it's very difficult. 
it's almost impossible, but just saying we need to get rid of racism is literally impossible. There will always be some kind of fucking instinct to blame somebody for your problem, and there will always be some shithead on TV saying this is who to blame. So, like, I'm not excusing it. I'm not saying that it's okay. Oh, sure, I'm not sure, saying, sure. oh, these people don't know any better. But, like, the reality is you're never going to get rid of fucking racism, but you can help people not fall into the trap of, like, being their entire worldview informed by that. And yeah. anybody that's not approaching the problem from that direction is fucking lying to you because they profit off of the the fact that the country is divided or whatever. I don't know. This is... Sorry. I This got into a very aggressive thing. Um... You know, rest uh, obviously rest in peace. To all these fucking victims. Fuck you. Die in hell to the the shooter, uh, and all the cops that politely de-escalated the situation. Hope you get hit by buses. Can you say that on a podcast? It's my show. Nobody's listening. In, in uh, Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> Minecraft buses. Um, yeah. So I want to move on. We got a couple stories left here. So this week, uh, oh boy, that was that was a that was a heavy one. Let's talk about something that is. Uh, <laughs> little less heavy a nationwide baby formula shortage was announced <laughs> yes that's right babies are now for so- <laughs> something from the lighter side oh my god um this is a this is a what i like to call a developing story which is code for i didn't research it that much and i don't think there's that much yet but it's going to get victims worse victims of it are developing yeah <laughs> victims of it are actually not developing because they're starving uh that one's that one's dark hey we do that jokes is, here folks <laughs> so they announced that there's this baby formula shortage apparently like two months ago some company called abbott something or other uh did a huge recall because two babies died from using their formula. It was like tainted. And in that last two months, nobody has like done anything to like make up for that gap in production. And so now like in different places around the country, it is like impossible to buy baby formula, which means that babies are literally fucking starving. Now the good news is, Nobody has a plan. Uh, that's not actually good news. Um, many Democrats were asked, what are we going to do about this? To which they replied, wait, what's happening? We'd love to see that from our people in power. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Actually, I lied whenever I said we don't have a plan. The Democrats don't have a plan. The Republicans do have a plan. They usually do. Um, they have started blaming Joe Biden for sending baby formula to illegals. Good. Oh, my fucking good. God. <laughs> you Dumb. know... Is, they're not doing nothing. The Democrats are the do-nothing Democrats. They didn't even know this was happening, but the Republicans are already using it to reinforce racism. You know, <laughs> they're not... What they're doing isn't good, but they're good at what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, and that's that's part of that whole great replacement thing mm-hmm. is like Joe Biden is sending formula to the brown babies instead of the white babies because yep. they, you know, they, they're part of the whole conspiracy. Because the woke libs don't want babies to die. We don't either because we're yeah, alive. But, yeah. but you know, if if babies are going to die, we want it to be the brown ones. Yes, uh, exactly, exactly. Jesus there is fucking a, Christ. There is a hierarchy here. Yeah, it's depressing, man. Yeah. yeah. So again, like this was just announced this week, and a lot of people still like somebody was like, I called Diane Feinstein's office to ask her what was going on, and the the person who answered the phone was like, What do you mean? What is going on? Um. So. Uh, you know, leave it to the American government to be blindsided by yet another crisis where many people will die. 
Um, also, fun fact, uh, about 10 years ago in China, the CEO of a baby formula company, um, they accidentally like released tainted baby formula, and the CEO of that company was fucking executed by the Chinese yeah. government, um, which... Taking you care know, of business. Lots, lots of things not to like about China. That one, though, that's the thing I do like. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not arguing. I have no no qualms with that. Hell yeah! It's just wasn't it like there there was some sort of routine cleaning that wasn't being done, or some kind of like systemic thing that made. Th- I I read something. It about has how, to be something like that. Yeah, that like there was tainted machinery that wasn't cleaned and wasn't maintained. So this is just yet another example of capitalism failing to provide the need that it actually hundred percent and also. Is going to do. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The FDA shut it down uh, because there was there was substandard conditions, and uh, but they shut it down without, uh, I guess, or maybe they did realize that this this was like the only they have a monopoly on formula in this country. Also, under Trump's uh, uh, presidency, there was a he banned. I don't know if it's through executive order or through the House and Senate or whatever. Um, they banned imports of formula from Canada. <laughs> so that, so, uh, and I don't know if he did that as a favor to whoever. Canadian is baby of- formula is just maple syrup. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really not healthy, and it was actually like one of the few bright spots of Trump's presidency. <laughs> you um, know, broken we, broken we, clock we, is right <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he banned imports of Canadian baby formula, which I would imagine means they ramped down production because mm-hmm. you don't want to make more formula than you actually need or is going to sell. Uh, you know, having it sit on the shelves for too long. Well, under so, capitalism, you never want to produce anything more than you need. Uh, <laughs> yes. In other two, uh, you know, you, the most. <laughs> important thing is making sure that every possible cent is being put into profit and yes, nothing else yes. yeah um yeah, we all we all know the story there come on <laughs> um also this week gas prices hit their all-time high uh all right. a nationwide average of four dollars and 37 cents uh, per gallon um now i know what you're thinking Oil prices have dropped 20% since their peak in March. Why haven't gas prices gone down? Now, if you're getting the bright idea that it's because the oil executives just want to keep bleeding us dry and that there is absolutely nothing that will ever happen to them in any form of repercussions for doing so, I don't just stop right there, okay? This is a big complicated understanding. Nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah, no, they're just uh they're literally bleeding us dry and uh they will never ever be reprimanded for it. God bless America. For a second, the, it, there's nothing to do. There's not a thing to do, and but it feels there's like something to do. All of these. You seen those stickers they put on the pumps, Joe Biden? I did that. I did that. <laughs> it just feels like it's accelerating. Like the degree to which we are all being squeezed is just is ramping up. Like there's something. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna happen. Yeah. It, um, it is. It's because is because what's reve- what's been revealed the past two years is that there is no competition. Once you're like the whole premise that capitalism is based on, um, mm-hmm. is that the the market allows for competition to offer your product at a lower price than your competitor, and then people will come to you, right? Except these companies have been around for so long that they are part of cartels now. The right. the, the the cartel aspect of capitalism is not talked about enough. Where they all like look at each other and they all kind of nod and go, "Now, 
now? Okay. It doesn't matter what their prices are. If they all go up at the same time, we're right. fucked no matter. There, there is no, I, I can't go down the street and get gas cheaper than maybe one or two cents. It's impossible to do. Same thing with every other product on the store shelf. If everybody, like like when you're, when you're under a certain size, there is like a little bit of competition with like, you know, you have to, you know, at least come in the market at a competitive price. Mm-hmm. But... When you're talking about a commodity, when you're talking about like the energy that fuels the entire world's economy, there's nothing anybody can do about it. And they know this. They mm-hmm. have known it for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the good news is, uh, nope, never mind. Don't have any. <laughs> uh, this week, Joe Biden gave a speech uh, on Tuesday oh, where fuck. he said getting inflation under control is his top domestic priority. He said that ultra MAGA Republicans, not just MAGA, ultra MAGA Republicans are exploiting. <laughs> you gotta have a cool sound effect when you yeah. say ultra MAGA. Ultra MAGA Republicans. Uh, they are exploiting inflation to drive up anger against the Democrats. Um, to which horse race. The, it's all the horse race. <laughs> to which yep. the chair of the Republican National Committee, Rona McDaniel, said Biden appeared to be living in an alternate reality and then blamed him and the Democrats for rising prices. It's crazy how both sides blame each other right you know while 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 the uh so while <laughs> all the companies all the companies are holding uh, like are just like barrelfuls of money posting record yeah. profits yeah there it is, is, it is strange that, the, that in this two-party system that there is sort of only two forces in action there's the force of the republicans and the force of the democrats and the the market forces are just reactive like they don't like the the private sector doesn't actually influence anything outside of itself but it you know that's not the case these motherfuckers are getting away with fucking murder right (laughs) right yeah they're they're the republicans and the democrats it's it's like like wow it's like it's like uh two neighbors arguing on their lawns at each other while like thieves are just like walking yeah. out the front door with all of their possessions. Mm-hmm. Um it, like that's that's what happens. The Democrats blame the Republicans, the Republicans blame the Democrats, and then the meantime the people that actually fund both sides of their campaign are like get away with murder like you said. Right. It's the it's the the arms dealer that sells to both sides of the conflict. Um, they make money off of you. Like both of you motherfuckers drive cars that guzzle gas. I'm like, I'm going to get your dollar either way. And I always like, I never know exactly how to feel about this because like, I know that like, I've been alive for 34 years. I've seen things like seemingly progressively inflate, deflate, bubbles burst. Like it seems like things have been getting worse to me. Like my, not well-educated understanding of what is going on with all these kinds of inflation, whether it's energy or food prices or fucking housing prices, medical costs, you know, uh, school, everything going up, money, like pay not going up anywhere near the same rate. Like, on one hand, it seems like there is no logical way that this can keep going even for another year, let alone the rest of my life. But, like, I have to balance that with like, if you look back throughout history, people said that everything was going to come crashing down pretty much every year from the beginning of time. And especially in like, my dad was telling me in his lifetime, like that has always been the story. Like, Oh, this is all about to crumble. It's all about the crumble. So like, it's hard to like, try not to 
uh, to try to be more objective than subjective about it because this sure. this whole the world is burning down around us is kind of just the way that the human mind operates is that like the more we know about the world the more it seems like it's all going to fall apart but i'm like it's harder and harder to understand like how this can keep going indefinitely like you know the the fed they announced last week that they're like raising interest or dropping it i don't fucking know um but like they the 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 chairman of the fed jerome powell he got he got reelected this week and then as soon as or reconfirmed by the senate for a second term as soon as he got reconfirmed the first thing he said was hey just so you know uh there's probably there's there might be a recession i can't tell you but there might be and it's like how the fuck couldn't there be like what in what world can can this continue but again, like, who the fuck knows? It's been going this long. Like, I thought, and, and that's that's the other thing that makes me, like, really hesitant to say it's all about to fall apart because it in the very beginning of the corona uh, coronavirus pandemic, like, that first month when the government saw that capitalism could legitimately be threatened, they fucking threw billions of dollars at it to avoid it from happening. And, like, it fucking worked. Like, yeah. you know, between the huge those initial like way overpayment of unemployment and the stimulus and like, you know, providing people all this stuff. Like they didn't do that because they care about people. They did that to protect capitalism. Same as the fucking, the new deal was not meant to redistribute wealth. It was meant to protect capitalism. And like, I don't think that there's any bounds capitalism will go to, uh, or excuse me, won't go to, to protect itself. And you know, it's being stretched thin, but I don't know. It just, I don't see how they won't figure out some other fucking way to fucking. It's it's frustrating. I hate that it. That is that's the one uh, the one aspect that I. It's it's such a fucked up thing to take solace in, mm-hmm. but y- you're what you just said. Like capitalism is a. Uh, it's an organism. It's mm-hmm. a self like defending organism, and. Yeah. Fingers crossed. This is a this is a hell mary of a fucking play. But uh, hoping that it protects itself and protects like some kind of structure from allowing everything to completely crumble is like the only you know I have no faith in the the uh, uh, like politicians that are considered the left in mm-hmm. this country yeah. that are elected I have I have no faith of them to actually have a game plan or any way out of this so the only thing I can hope is that there is some kind of uh, self-protected um, uh, uh, just response system I guess like a uh, 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 immune system response to to actual like like yeah. things getting threatened and it, don't get me wrong like I I, I uh, you know we should burn it all down eat the rich all that stuff etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, at the same time I don't want my kids to right. uh, be drugged through the streets you know what I'm saying like like there, there is, is there is a there's a border of mm-hmm. there there's a line that I'm not willing to cross as far as like how much I want to see blood spilled in the streets. Right. Um, from everybody you know capitalism saying. is preparing its its way out and it's mars because elon and jeff <laughs> oh, yes. and to mars yeah did i tell you guys that oh, i want yeah. you're, you're absolutely uh, right we get to I'll burn do... to a crisp on this yes. fucking rock <laughs> while they go to mars exactly fuck yeah dude 
Um, all right. Well, we've got one. We've got one main story, and then I do have a little bit of a nice little treat at the end for you. But um, I wanted to land the bad news portion of the podcast, which is almost the entire podcast, uh, with a segment. Now we have a recurring segment on the show called "What the." Fuck Joe Biden. Um, this week we're gonna switch things up a little bit uh, and introduce a bit of a, a bit of a spinoff to that segment, if you will. Um, so I would like to introduce our new segment. What the fuck, Nancy Pelosi? It's like it's very similar, you know. Okay. Uh, Good morning, <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. I have that drop. I'll send it over to you. Hell yeah. Um, so Nancy Pelosi this week, uh, she, she's been on one. I mean, between fucking uh, <laughs> campaigning for an anti-abortion Democrat, you know, fucking talking all, all kind of shit. Uh, this week, she was giving a speech to the Aspen Ideas Climate Conference in Miami. And I just want to give a, go over a little bit of what she said. Um, this is a, I've got some quotes, which means I have to read out loud, which means this is probably going to sound fucked up. Uh, let's see here. She said, the fossil fuel industry, they weigh in so significantly. I mean, how could it be that no one in the Senate cares about climate? Some of them do, and they talk about it. And when it comes to the votes, it just isn't there. They just aren't there. Nancy? Is this a Zen cone? What the fuck is she talking about? Seriously, like, what is this spoken word uh, poetry? Like, She's like, dude. hey, hey, just so you know, so, some of these guys behind closed doors, they say that they like the planet. She's just <laughs> scatting and bebopping at this point. This exactly, is, this is it's jazz. It's jazz. That's exactly what it is. So, um, she continued on, quote. So rather than saying, "Well, we have to defeat them," no, let's just try to persuade them. I want the Republican Party to take back the party. Take it back to where you were when you cared about a woman's right to choose and you cared about the environment. And when? 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 Exactly. That never fucking happened! <laughs> I, it, it, it dumbfounds me every time I hear one of these establishment long-running Democrats say that, like, express the sentiment. Um, there is a, uh, famous press conference. I'm, I'm forgetting the, the coach's name where he has this line where he says they are who we thought they were. Yes. Same thing about the Republicans. <laughs> they yeah. are who, this is not something that happened overnight when it comes to their, their, this is something that they've been planning for the past 50, 60 years. Right. Yeah. This for is, some reason, all part of their game plan. For some reason, and Nancy and Joe Biden, they're in the same fucking boat with this, uh, I think they're greatest generation, not boomers, but whatever the fuck. It's greatest source needed. Um, <laughs> they, they have this fucking mindset where they're like, you know what the problem is, is that like, uh, you know, like the Republicans, they used to be great, dude. They used to be chill and right. now they're not. It's like, dude, like, the, first of all, they were never good, like, and second of all, like this is you don't actually want them to fucking we don't want to defeat them. We want to persuade them. You how can you not how can you how can you say that? Because I know you don't fucking believe that. I know that Nancy Pelosi, she's been in politics this long. She's not stupid enough to fucking think that she can just like win them over. 
But like, how can you right. fucking say that knowing that it's not true? It's it's absurd that they they like they just keep fucking doing this thing. Um, I want to end with or uh, just get to the end of her quote. But by now, the audience is losing their fucking minds. There's a raucous applause, and she's up on stage. She's living it up, and she goes, "Quote: Hey, here I am, Nancy Pelosi, saying this country needs a strong Republican Party, and we do. Not a cult." but a strong Republican party, end quote. Audience losing their fucking minds. Yo, it's pretty fucking strong, the Republican party. They've just managed to- They've won on every issue for my entire life. Yeah. They 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 even lose elections from time to time, and they still get their fucking way. Right. Like that's that's a if that's not a strong Republican Party, I don't know what the fuck is. What she's actually saying there when she says strong Republican Party, she means people that she can eat lunch with in mm-hmm. the congressional cafeteria, and uh, and and actually like and send Christmas cards to each other sure. and ask how you're doing. It's it's civility politics. That the thing that's going to to actually destroy this country to a degree where like everything actually collapses is going to be it's going to be that meme with the small domino uh and then yep. the giant one and it's like the small one is going to say um uh reaching across the aisle or like or like eating eating lunch uh getting a bowl of soup with your with with a conservative and a democrat or some shit and then the big one is going to be like uh you know the uh electricity grid collapses and, mm-hmm. and shit you know what i'm saying like like the and and the streets run red with blood because that is what's going to end everything. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's also it's like absurd to use the phrase "strong Republican Party" when these motherfuckers literally control the entire course of the government, despite yep. being in the minority in the House, not having control of the Senate, and not being the fucking president. They control everything, and they lost all of that. They did not win right. any. They don't. They don't hold a single one of those, and they control every fucking narrative. They are yeah. the fucking gatekeepers, and like the, the we we don't even have a fucking plan to stop them from gaining even more power because we're up right. there. As soon as fucking Roe v. Wade got overturned, we threw out every fucking uh, bit of of hope that there would be some movement on on uh, student loan relief. The entire the government's letting people fucking suffer. The entire American economy is just more and more people inventing new ways to squeeze a couple more drops of fucking juice out of an orange. And the yep. Joe Biden's up there like, hey, listen here, Jack, orange juice does body good. It's good that we have orange juice. Nancy Pelosi's like, you know, we need a strong Florida concentrated orange juice that you can put in your $16,000 freezer. Um, these people, they, they don't fucking care because at the end of the day, even if the Democrats lose power, Nancy Pelosi and her whole fucking family are going to be rich for generations. Fuck them. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Hell yeah. Now, let's get... <laughs> I'm all mad. Uh, we do have a, just like a little bit of good news to end the show on. I like to find... Something to be like, oh, I guess that's good. Uh, <laughs> so this week, a group of teenagers in Florida fought back against their high school, which was trying to censor photos in the yearbook of the anti-don't-say-gay protests that they had over this school year. If you remember, whenever the don'ts... And it's not that great of news because don't-say-gay bill did become law. But whenever it was happening, there was like high school students protesting and they took pictures of that and wanted to put them in the yearbook and the school was trying to keep them from doing that even though it was like 
the yearbook is done by students. The students were the ones protesting. The students were the ones that took the pictures. And so the school was trying to censor that. And these kids, they went before their school board and, you know, they gave speeches talking about how this was not only like important to them culturally, but like literally documenting something that they did as a school, which is like what the fuck is supposed to be in a yearbook. And the school board fucking voted unanimously to allow the photos. So, well, that's nice. Wow, like a, a school board, a local school board doing something uh, besides getting overrun by QAnon mm-hmm. uh, is yeah. a refreshing uh, item in the news. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Holy I love shit! That. We just Good found a nice kids. little buoy of light in a sea of darkness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that's a that is. You're absolutely right. That is refreshing to hear. Um, it, it goes to show you, though, like how uh, carefully curated the world would be if every like if people got away with everything that they wanted to censor mm-hmm. and they wanted to prevent from like being documented, even in a school yearbook. You know what I mean? Like that's not a place you go for news yeah. or anything. Yeah. That's not that's not anything. But they wanted to censor the fact that kids protested this bill. Mm-hmm. Like like that's how. That's how carefully constructed our reality is in ways that you don't even realize. You know what I'm saying? Like you yep. don't even you aren't even aware of until something like this happens and is brought to your attention. Hell yeah. Um, well fuck. Will, Audrey, thank you so much for joining me today. This was really fun. Thanks Audrey, you did a great you, job filling in for Deanna. You could have made oh. fun of me a little more, but you know, you did good. You did good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Audrey, where would you like people to find you? You can find me uh, on Twitter at RFTB Audrey, or you can find my show, Radio Free Tote Bag, uh, at RFTB.me or anywhere you find your podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all that stuff. Fuck yeah. It's a great show. Listeners, go listen to it. Um, it's a show about relationships. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, Will, how about you, buddy? I am currently following Audrey on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Justin, you can find me following uh, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wapple House, W-A-P-P-L-E-H-O-U-S-E. Um, you can listen to Jort Center Pod um, uh, on wherever you find. You're listening to a podcast. You know how to find podcasts at this point. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's basically it's me and four of my friends. Uh, it's I hate describing it because it's it's the worst possible format to actually give a, a captivating or like a, you know, a, a description of in which people might find interesting in any way. Um, but just give whatever the latest episode is a listen. If you don't like it, uh, thank you for trying. We appreciate your effort. Hey, uh, look, et cetera, it may, et cetera. <laughs> it may be a show that's just a couple of friends talking about stuff, but frankly, you listen to podcasts, you know, that's what they all fucking are. Anyway. That's what they all are. Exactly. Exactly. But we, we cover, like the the range of things that we talk about, it's rarely uh, uh, like current events stuff. It, almost every episode is, mm-hmm. is evergreen uh, because it's just weird thoughts that we have throughout that we like kind of like try to have like larger discussions about. Um, so uh, this week, my subject was I was watching this show on HBO and it is a period piece. Like it takes place in 1999 and they're beating you over the head about the year 1999 <laughs> in this show. Right. Um, except there is this one scene 
where they go into this club and Kelly Rowland's motivation is playing. <laughs> and it's 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 diegetic music, right? So like the the everybody's dancing to this song. It's not just like a soundtrack choice that they made. Yeah. It's in the show. And it's like, God, what who? Like so so that was my topic this week, and I'm just it's the only thing I can think about after watching this scene in this show is who made that decision? What was the conversation about? Why? Because they, I mean, the rest of the show, they're like singing Backstreet Boys and then sync and stuff. Like, it, they, they, again, they hit you over the head with it. So that's a good example. And we just like, and then each comp, like each topic spins off into its own thing and et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, you know that that might sound appealing to you. It might not, uh, but it sounds like five dudes having like a, a weird conversation like that on the back up porch of like a bar or something. Hell yeah! Um, well, again, thank you guys so much for uh, for for hanging out, for listening, listeners. Speaking of speaking of the people listening, you can follow me at Andrew Hillary US. You can follow the show at Worst Week Yet. You can give me money to keep this coming at patreon.com slash worst week yet. And um, you can tune in again next week for more bad news.